You are listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 80, with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. And we're here on a weekly basis to share our journey, if you will, in pursuing a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And of course, one of our favorite things to do each week is to encourage and inspire other people in the community to join us in this journey of pursuing better health in all areas, all aspects of our lives. And today, Father Roderick, do you want to tell people what we're doing? Well, we're going to have a special guest. One of our listeners is joining us. I think this is a first in the history of this podcast. We've had interviews with uh, people from The Biggest Loser and, you know, some other people. But we I don't think that we've ever had a listener join us live on the show. And that is what is going to happen today. That is what's going to happen today. In fact, uh, last week we heard from Willie Gillis uh, via voicemail feedback. And you, you guys will remember the, the audio feedback came in, I believe it was way back in August and uh, he was so excited to share his uh, his journey. And unfortunately, I had just gotten around because my life isn't always balanced. This is all about the pursuit of balance, not the mm-hmm. not that Father Roderick and I are here to teach you every week how to uh, to attain it completely and to maintain it at all times. That's not what this show is all about. <laughs> But because my life was out of balance quite a bit, um, this feedback just sat in my in my inbox forever, and I finally got around to playing it. And then it's like, what? What? He lost a hundred fifty pounds, and uh, so everybody's like, you know what? That just calls for that. That's a mandatory interview right there. And uh, so we've got Willie Gillis on the line with us. Willie, how are you, man? I'm good, Cliff. How are you guys doing? Never been better. So uh, I'll tell you what, why don't you do us a favor, um, just for those who did not tune in last week, I'm sure we got some brand new listeners this week just now checking out the show, why don't you back up and just tell us a little bit about your journey, where you started out in your weight, uh, with, with your original weight, and, uh, and what had happened uh, over the course of uh, the last, uh, I guess, year or so. Uh, well, in January, uh, in January 2011 this year, um, I decided to just see, it's kind of an experiment, just to see if I could lose the weight uh, that was on me. And at that point, I think this was January 6, 2011, uh, I weighed 492 pounds. So I kind of wanted to see if I could, you know, drop the weight, like if, if I could actually do the work and, and see if I can actually drop the weight in a reasonable amount of time. Um, so on January 6th, me and my wife decided to go ahead and try to go ahead and lose our weight. And uh, that was January. And as of today, I am, um, I went in yesterday, actually. Um, as of today, I am down 171 pounds. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. I, a, cu- a couple of things that I, I want to ask you, and I'm sure Father Roderick's going to line up some questions here as well. And, and uh, so we're going to just tag team you if you don't mind. But the okay. first question I want to know is y- you said that you just wanted to see if it would happen. You just wanted to try it out. Is that, Was there any motivating factor? I, I know that you had said you'd been inspired by some other people that were doing it. But but was there anything inside of you that, that like, uh, was there a health concern or any kind of, were, were those kind of things fa- factors in this in this initial motivation as well? Well, I didn't really have any health concerns. 
not that I know of, because you know, as as any average person, you don't really go to the doctor if, if nothing's wrong with you. Um, so I didn't really have any health concerns. Um, the 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 main motivator I know Father Father on podcast last week was was uh, he wanted them on motivation. Um, about a month before that, on December sixth, uh, my goddaughter was born. Um, about a month before, and I kind of thought about it, and I was like, I need to, I need to drop this weight because I don't want to die early, and me and her have this relationship, and and I'm I'm going to be gone, um, probably before she even before she turns five. So that was one of the the big motivators. Uh, but before that, my parents were always trying to push me to um, lose the weight and, and stuff like that. And, and I, I kind of, you kind of want to, you kind of have to have to, to do it yourself. You, you can have somebody pushing you to do it. Uh, you kind of have to make it click for yourself. So that, the, the, my goddaughter was the main reason why I started. And then the second reason was me and my wife just had just got married like the previous year, uh, actually January 9th, 20, uh, 2010. So, um, we had already been almost a year married, so I, I wanted to have a long life with her too. So um, we just decided to let's just try this, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and if it does, then we'll keep going. Willie, I want to ask if I understood what you said correctly because I I, I don't know if if everyone would have picked it up, and I, and I just want to clarify that I understood it. But did I hear you say that realistically in your mind? At, at the way that you were going, you questioned whether or not you'd be alive after, you know, more than five years from from the point where you were from that point where you started thinking about living longer so that you could be around for your for your goddaughter goddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. So so just, uh, I, so so in your mind, before you started thinking, you know, I might want to tr- just see if I can do so. You you had reserved yourself to the fact that, you know what, I probably got another five years on me. I mean, at the, at the weight I was at 492, I mean, that's half a ton. So, like, you you really have to think about it. Like, at this, and I've been always been heavy, like, all my life. So, I really thought about it. I was like, it's, it's a possibility that I'm probably not going to live very much longer if I keep doing the same things I was doing. So, wow. Father Rogers, there- go ahead, Father yes. Rogers. My my next question is going to be, <clears throat> where did you start? Because it's one thing to have the motivation, and in your case, it was a very personal one, which I think is a, that's a very powerful one to have both your own relationship and then to have your goddaughter uh, and you want to be around. But uh, to, to have that that inner motivation, very important. But then, where do you begin? How did you? How did your journey start? Which what were the first things that you changed in your life to get this thing going? Well, I, I knew I had a very thorough information about food and, and nutrition and what I should be eating and, and minus what I shouldn't be eating. Um, so before I started the whole journey, I um, I just really just got the exercise part down because I felt like if I got that down uh, at, at first, then I could figure out what to do next. So I, I jumped on the treadmill uh, and I walked for... I think the first time I walked for like 30 minutes. And then as time went on, I, I tried to shoot for an hour. And that's what I've been shooting for since. Uh, food-wise, I I tried a lot of stuff because I was already eating a lot of turkey anyway. Um, I cut out the fried food. I cut out um, any kind of fatty food. Um, and 
Lose-It was a big part of just the, the nutrition part because in, in Lose-It, you can see, uh, especially if you go to a restaurant or something, you can see mm-hmm. what's in that, in, in that dish and see how much fat's in it, how, much, how many calories, uh, sodium-wise, you can see all that. So I would, when we first started, me and my wife, I would look up how much, how much, how much uh, calorie, how many calories, how, many, how much fat was in the stuff that I was eating before I started the weight loss. And I was very shocked by seeing what, what was in the, the, the dishes that I was eating before. So that was a big motivator in trying to see what, what I needed to cut out and what will work and what wasn't. Right. I'd like to go back to that first day that you got on the treadmill. Um, first, the question, there are a couple of different questions about it. Um, did you have a treadmill in the house? Did you have to go to a gym? Where did you find a treadmill? Um, usually at the beginning of the year, gyms will give you a, like a two-week pass to try their gym out. Um, my wife was already going to the gym, like off and on. So she already had a membership, so I went with the, the two-week pass that they had uh, just to try it out and see if I liked it. And I did that for two weeks, and then as I saw it, I was losing weight. Because I think that first week, the first week that I started exercising and eating right, I had lost 11 pounds in that first week. So I, wow. Yeah, so I, 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 that was a motivation to keep going because I had already lost so much weight so far. So... I, I used that two weeks to kind of just see what I wanted to do in the gym and if I wanted to keep you know, uh, continuing. So I uh, did it for two weeks, and then I jumped on my wife's gym plan, which she added me to hers, and um, it was pretty inexpensive. So uh, that's what I did, and I, I kept going. Gotcha. Well, that that's awesome. And the, that first day that you got on the treadmill at the at at the gym. Uh, can you tell us, you said you got on there for 30 minutes. How did you feel at the end of the 30 minutes? I mean, were you, um, were you just like completely winded? Was it like just exhausting? I mean, how did you feel after that very first time getting on there? It, it was pretty hard because I, I wasn't used to, to walking. I think that first week, uh, even the first day, it wasn't that hard, but it was a little difficult. I think a couple of days later, I had went outside uh, to walk one of our dogs, and that was rough because you know the the pavement is kind of rough on your on your 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 knees and your joints. So that was rough, but um, after a while, I got used to it. It it it's the, the it's the biggest thing that I do now. Like it's, treadmill is always the first thing I go to uh, because I kind of can clear my head and, and think about stuff that I didn't necessarily think about before I got on the treadmill. So it's kind of cathartic to get on the treadmill and just to not think about what you're doing and zone out for an hour or so. And do you just walk or do you listen to music or podcasts or you some some people even read books while they're walking or are you just walking? Uh, I'm just walking. I, I, as, as I've gone on throughout the time, I've Increase the speed on the on the treadmill itself. Uh, usually, when I'm on the treadmill, I'll listen to a podcast like Balance Living Weekly or um, some other podcast that that's on my queue. Um, sometimes I listen to music. Every very rarely do I, I watch a video. Um, there's video capabilities on the treadmill, so I'll watch I don't know a, a 42 minute TV show while I'm on the treadmill. Um, 
that's usually what I do. I don't read books. I that is one of my biggest pet peeves: people reading books on the treadmill because you're kind of not concentrating completely because you're looking at the words and I don't know. That's just me, but um, it, it's it's the, the music is what's helped me because a lot of people came to me and asked me, you know, how can you stay on the treadmill for an hour? I'm like, well, just play some music, uh, create a playlist, and go back and forth between whatever songs. Uh, listen to an hour podcast. By the time that podcast is done, you're done. So that's what I've been doing. Right, right. So along this journey, have you had um, other people that uh, have have said, you know, I, I'm very happy that you've seen some initial success, but you're probably just going to end up like everybody else who started at the beginning of the year. You're going to gain all those pounds back. And, oh, gosh, I've been there before. And, yeah, I, I hope you can keep it off because I sure never could. Have you had that mm-hmm. kind of have you had those kind of uh, people come to you? Uh, we, me and my wife have a friend um, that she she started, well, she didn't start out with us. She started about three months after we did. Um, she was really into it, and then I think she just burned herself out because she was working out, like, I don't know, two, three, like three hours a day. So she burned herself out really quickly. Um, and I just recently talked to her again, and I think she's going to try again. But I, I hadn't really had anybody who just says, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to do it for a little bit and then I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go back to food, like the food that they were eating. I didn't have that problem. Um, a lot of times people will ask me, like my best friend will ask me, how did I do it? And stuff like that. And I, and I tell him how I did it. And, you know, he has the information, like he has the information in me to get to where he wants to go. But, you know, he, he has to want it. He has to be able to, to do, put the work in to get the results he wants. So I have the information for people, but, you know, they have to want it themselves to, to do the work. Absolutely. Hey, I was wondering, uh, before you started this journey, um, did you have, like, um, a medical checkup? Bef- did you go see a doctor and talk about this? Or were you just like, you know, I'm just going to do this and then I'll, I'll, I'll see a doctor later on? No, I didn't. I didn't see a doctor at all. I, I, I can't even remember the last time I've been to a doctor. Um, but I, I, I just took it kind of slow and steady. I didn't want to go overboard with it, so I just did it little by little. Uh, I, did, I, I just went for the treadmill thirty minutes until I could get up to an hour. Uh, food wise, I think when I, I think when I started the nutrition part of my food, I think when Luda, Luda told me that I had at the current weight that I, that I was, that I got 3,600 calories per day. Wow. So, so, and that was to maintain, that was to lose two pounds at that weight that I was at. I think now, now that I get, I get like 2,500. So I kind of just used those things as a gauge to see uh, where I needed to be because I didn't want to go overboard and then end up in the hospital because I did something wrong. Because I've, I've, I've done the weight loss thing before, uh, not to where I'm doing, not to how I'm doing it now. Um, before, I was eating too less. I wasn't eating enough, so I was always hungry. Uh, now, I'm eating just the right amount where I'm not hungry and I'm not, star- I'm not, I'm not hungry, but I'm not full. So, that's what I've been doing. 
Let me ask you, um, has there been a time where since January you found your own self uh, kind of getting out of the routine or have you have you been able to maintain a pretty steady pace of of this? Have there been any times where maybe you've you've like dropped off the wagon, fallen off the wagon for maybe a week or even more? No, I I've been consistently working out and eating right. Well, work the working out part first. Uh, consistently working out five to six days a week. Okay, and that's for at least an hour. Um, food wise, as long as I pay under my calorie budget for the for the day, then then I'm fine. Uh, there's been times, and I've been out of town a couple of times, which is the hardest part. When I, I've been out of town, and uh, you know, a lot of restaurants, a lot of these uh, mom and pop restaurants don't have the nutrition factors. So you kind of have to gauge what you eat on, is it grilled, does it have oil in it, can you get it without oil, uh, things like that. And that has been the hardest part. I've went out of town at least three times since doing this thing, or four times since doing this thing, and every time that I go to a restaurant, I have to see what they have. Do they have oil on a a, uh, baked piece of fish? Uh, Do they have uh, any kind of something side item that I can eat with this that's not too greasy or, or too fatty or stuff like that. So uh, that's been the hardest part is just looking at food-wise. But yeah. the, exercise I've, the exercise is not bad because um, I'll see if a, a hotel has a pool, I'll see if it has a uh, treadmill or an elliptical or something like that or some kind of weight or something like that. So it, it certain points has been difficult, but I've managed to get through it. What about encouragement? Do you do you have other people that you know that are also on a similar journey to you? Um, I know you listen to Balanced Living Weekly and and some other yeah. shows, but but I mean, like locally, uh, or or at least even not locally, but are are you connected to people on a consistent basis that that provide a great sur- source of encouragement to you personally, and where you're encouraging them as well? Locally, I don't. Um, the only person I really have is my mother-in-law. And- my wife, because they both, well, my mother-in-law lives here, um, or, you know, where I live now. Um, I get a lot of encouragement from people either online or from just family that I talk to over the internet and stuff like that. Like, my parents are back in Memphis. Um, all my friends are back in Memphis. And uh, a lot of the times, I get a lot of encouragement from, from them, because I... To be honest, I saw my parents in, at Thanksgiving in 2010, um, and then I started this in January, and then I just saw my parents um, back in August, September. That was the first time they, that's the first time they've seen me since I've lost weight, and my, my mom was shocked when she saw me when I walked through the door. So a lot of times I use Twitter and Facebook as some form of accountability um, so people can see what I'm doing and where I'm at, because... There's been times where, and there's been a couple times where I've gained weight. I've gained a pound or two, and people see that. And I've, and I've linked my, leave it to Twitter and Facebook. I've linked uh, RunKeeper to uh, Twitter and Facebook. So people can see what I'm doing. Right. Uh, and I wow. feel like, I feel like that, to, to, to have success, you have to be bold about it. You have to just put everything out there and know people are going to see it. So, if you fail, people are going to see it, and they're going to call you out on it. So uh, there's been times where I've gained weight, and people are like, what are you doing? And 
it wasn't because I, it wasn't because of the food. It was because I was trying different exercises and I was gaining muscle. So um, that's all out there. Like I let people see that. Yeah. Uh, my wife does the same thing because I feel like accountability is, is key to losing weight. Right. It sounds like you had you have a lot of knowledge. I mean, I'm I'm listening to you and I'm amazed to hear how how um, how much of a conscious effort this is and you've you've clearly gotten a lot of information about nutrition and you know the muscle mass and uh, there are actually a lot of th that that prevents you from getting discouraged too quickly by you know just kind of winging it um yeah. what are your sources of information where do you get that information a, a lot of times I, I do a lot of reading on um, a lot of the fitness magazines like the main magazine i, I, look, I read is men's health. So a lot of times I look at that to see what's, what's new in, in this whole scientific, uh, the scientific data of, of everything. Um, I listen to uh, Jillian Michaels' podcast. I listen to you guys. Um, I listen to um, I think that's it. Uh, Nutrition Diva and uh, the Get Fit Guy uh, podcast-wise. Those, those are the, the, the main sources of, uh, of information that I get. Um, a lot of times I'll look on the internet for things, especially if I don't know anything. So I'll look on the internet for um, information. Because I like um, a couple of weeks ago, I just started um, lifting weights, and so I was looking on the internet just to see how many sets, how many reps of things should I be doing. So mm -hmm. a lot of my information I've gotten from the internet uh, or books. Like I read a lot of Jillian Michaels books. Uh, she has a lot of information on those. Um, that's usually how I get a lot of my information. That's excellent. I tell you what, there's so much valuable information out there. What are what are some of? Do you have in mind like what your ultimate goal is? Do Do you have a a, a picture of your future self of where you want to be, or, or or is this just a journey for you for just continued health, or or do you have that definite end result in mind? I did at first. I I was looking at what the I guess the ideal weight that I'm supposed to be for my height, and I'm 5'11", so it was saying my ideal weight is 175. And, and I looked at that, and I was like, okay, I'm going to shoot for that, and just let's go with that. But as, as I've been going on about it and just thinking about with the muscle mass that I'm probably going to end up having towards the end, I'm probably going to be closer to 190, 200, which is, which is fine with me because it's, 190 and 200 is better than 492. So um, that that's probably where I'm going to shoot for at least 200. So that's awesome. Well, I, I, go ahead, Father Roderick. You got another no, question? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just very inspired and, uh, and and impressed by the the way that you talk about it, your goals, and and your, the motivation that you clearly have. And I'm just keeping I keep thinking like you, you could be in 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 return, like a, a great trainer for other people. And you've clearly have, you have so much kind of like a real life experience now that that is, uh, that's of great value. I mean, um, I, I, I'm just curious to see where, or to hear where people can follow you on Twitter. And uh, if you were open to, let's, let's say if someone else wants to, wants to begin a, a similar journey and has some questions or wants some advice, um, is, is Twitter a way that you could share that knowledge or, you know, some tips on, on what to do and what not to do with, with other people that, that might want to follow you, your example? 
Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter, but I kind of wanted to uh, also say that a lot of my success is because of my wife, because she, and I didn't mention this before, but she, as of yesterday, she's lost 113. She's lost 113 pounds. That's amazing. Congratulations to her. So she's, and she works out a lot more than me. I work out, now I work out like an hour and a half. She works out two hours a day, and usually six days a week. So she she does like spinning and then she'll do uh, like a weight class. So she she's kind of the one that's been inspiring inspiring me to keep going, um, and I've been expi- inspiring her. So it's kind of a a win win. So uh, that's what's really been going on with me. But uh, content wise, I. I frequent Twitter a lot, so people can follow me on Twitter, and that's uh, twitter.com slash wgillis, W-G-I-L-L-I-S. So that's where the main people can follow me if they just want information from me. That's awesome. Well, Willie, thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, lunch break today at work to uh, to talk with us and to share your inspiring story. And, and I'm certain that uh, a lot of people who are listening today will follow you over there on Twitter and and uh, we just uh, are so thankful that you and your wife are doing this together and, and that you guys have achieved so much success. And I look forward to continuing to follow your journey. Thanks, Claude. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, no problem. Wow. What an amazing interview with uh, Willie Gillis. That was so much fun talking with him, Father Roderick. I am excited to follow him on Twitter now. And uh, if you look at his Twitter feed, it, it is uh, the perfect example of someone who wants to be accountable and is excited to share his his progress with the world. Um, I mean, he's like uh, 17 hours ago, he, he tweets, I weighed in and lost 2.6 pounds. Uh, and then just before that, I spent 30 minutes lifting weights, 155 calories burned. I'm sure that if I see those messages pop up in my, in my own Twitter stream, that's going to motivate me to also find some time to do some running, to do some weightlifting, uh, and to, to just be aware of the fact that I should also work on this every day. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. And, and just to hear the results, it's absolutely out of this world. I was like, what am I complaining about? If, 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 if someone can be this consistent and get these amazing results, then I should definitely um, you know, step, step it up a little bit as well. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, last week, you remember I made a commitment uh, to mm. you and everybody listening that I would go and work out, uh, what I say, three days, a, a minimum of three days? Yeah, something like that. And you was like, well, perhaps even five days, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm logging right now into my run keeper. And if I look at activities, I think is where I go. And uh, let's see here. So in October, on the 14th, I walked 1.57 miles. Everybody's got oh, a what is that? in the household. Not that sounds like an ad. Oh, that's on, from your SQPN <laughs> channel. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh. okay. So anyway, um, so on the October 14th, I had 1.57 miles uh, because my hip was bothering me really bad. Um, mm, and what's that? I, I said, ouch. Yeah. That's not good. No, it wasn't. Um, and I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll explain why that was in just a minute because it's an interesting story. But then that was the 14th. And then uh, on the 17th, I walked 
3.1 miles on the 18th, 3.1 miles on the 19th, 3.1 miles. So I promised you three workouts before this episode, and that is mm. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. All three days for the last three days, I walked a 5K on the treadmill. Wow. Huh. That is good. On the on the treadmill. On the treadmill. Excellent. So I went to wow. the... And, and here... I, I, now, I just shared this full story on Family from the Heart, but I realize that a lot of people listening to this podcast do not listen to Family from the Heart. But I will share it. I, I, I'll probably condense it just a little bit. Sure. Yes. But I had... We, and this ties into a conversation you and I had last week about uh, getting some good shoes. But mm-hmm. I... I I the last couple times I've went and bought shoes, which by the way, I usually buy a pair of shoes like once every year or so. And um, two years ago, I bought these pair of Nike shoes and I think they were like $65 or something like that. And after about a week of wearing them, they started squeaking. And I'm not kidding. I mean, like squeak, squeak, squeak every time I walk. It was just annoying. But I, you know, it's like I just bought these and they're still they're, they still are decent shoes. And so mm-hmm. uh, I wore them for a year um, mm-hmm. and, and I like the, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, it's time for a new pair of shoes. It was back in, in August of, uh, was it all, it might've been August of this. No, it was August of last year. So I've yes. had these shoes for, for well over a year now, a year and two months. And um, I, I, I crazy me. Guess what I did? I bought the same pair of shoes. Why? I don't know. I didn't. Well, I did. I didn't know what I had the last time. And it was I mean, the 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 it wasn't exactly it didn't look exactly the same, but it was still mm. it was very much the same shoe. It's the Nike Monarch. And by the way, nobody ever buy this shoe because um, <laughs> oh, I bought this new pair of Nikes and I'm like, OK, certainly maybe it was just a defective pair. It's not a big deal. About a week and a half into wearing them, my left foot started squeaking again. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad. But about three or four weeks ago, my shoe, my left shoe started squeaking so bad that I'm listening to music in my yeah. in my earbuds and it's annoying me. Oh, no. I'm at the I'm at the Y walking on the treadmill. Squeak, squeak, squeak over the top of the sound of the treadmill and everybody else pounding their feet, you know, <sighs> running five, ten miles an hour. Gosh, come on. Seriously, this is ridiculous. And um, it's been so bad. It's been so bad that over the last couple of weeks, I literally have done everything I could to kind of take all the weight off of that shoe Mm -hmm. so that I and I've been putting all of my body weight, carrying it all on the right. Oh, gosh. Just to avoid the squeaking. Just to avoid the (gasps) squeaking. And I didn't even I mean, just because they can mess up your knee and everything. Well, the thing is, is I wasn't even intentionally doing it. But I just recognized it because my my hip started to have this. Sh- I re- remember when I first started exercising, I told you that I really dealt with a lot of hip pain and I had this doctor tell me that it'll never go away and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, well, the, the thing is, is exercising got rid of that. And but the thing is, is all of a sudden I'm having this horrible hip pain again. It's like I've not had this in forever. And and so I recognized after, you know, starting to feel the excruciating pain that it's, you know, of course, I'm putting all this weight on my right side of my body so that I yeah. don't squeak as loud when I walk. And it's like, seriously? So my wife and I went down to uh, a, a professional running shoe shop. I mean, that's all they sell is running shoes. That It's a professional shop. They, they do that whole evaluate everything. 
and um, I ended up getting myself a pair of New Balance shoes, and they were only $99, which is amazing, Uh, and I will tell you what, it's out of this world how different it is, and um, I've I've been at the gym the last three days, and uh, the very first day back on Monday, actually on Monday, uh, walking was uh, quite painful. I pr- I walked 3.1 miles per hour for one mm-hmm. hour, and that that's how I got my 1k in or my or my 5k in. Yeah. The and and it was it was painful, and in fact, in my hip there was a little bit of clicking. You know, it's like click click. Yeah. It, it, I could just feel it. But um, later in the day, it, it it had it's like wow, that doesn't hurt as much. And the second day I went and got on the treadmill, um, I walked 3.1 on average, but occasionally I, I jumped it up to 4.2 and and I would do a little light jog. But man, that is that light jog started to bring a little bit of pain. So I would mm. back it back off. I didn't want to overdo it. And um, later in the day, Tuesday evening, that pain was it wasn't very bad at all. Yesterday, Wednesday, I got on the treadmill and when I was walking about, um, you know, 3.1 to 4.1 miles per hour, um, no pain at all. And so I would start, you know, doing a little bit of jogging, a little bit of jogging. And that wasn't, I could start to feel a little bit of it, um, but it was, it still wasn't so bad. And I was nearing, it was about 47 minutes and I started getting bored. And so I st- I went over to Spotify and I turned on one of these really high paced, super fast songs. And I ran at 9.7 miles per hour for, I think it was 65 seconds. And I tell you what, I was booking it. And then, of <laughs> course, I had to I had to do that whole jump up off of the treadmill and put my legs to the side and let it actually slow down kind of deal. Yeah. And then I and I and then, of course, I went back to a normal pace of uh, 3.1. Surprisingly, my hip wasn't killing me. There, it, it, that mm-hmm. brought it. I, I could tell that, you know what, if I do this too much, it, my it's going to I can feel that pain coming back. Yeah. But um, later that evening, pain's gone today. Get this zero pain in my hip. Good. No pain Good. in my hip at all. And uh, and, and and yeah, so I, I, it's amazing how differently you feel simply by getting a really good pair of shoes. Yeah, it is so important. I always remember the first pair of shoes that I bought uh, when I when I started running and I, I was like, oh, I don't want to spend too much money on this because I, I don't know if this is going, going to be my thing. And uh, it was terrible. I think I paid like... 60 bucks for them and uh and they looked nice i just went for the looks and then it said something about having air air bubbles in it or something like that <laughs> yes and i was like okay this is this is already much more than i've ever spent on running shoes or sports shoes and um and it was so painful now at the time i was heavy and i didn't have any uh, endurance at all. So that probably was also uh, a factor in it. But I remember that after two or three runs, I was like, this is not going to work. And, and it, it just was so painful to run. And then I went to this, uh, spe- speciality sh- shop, uh, and I brought, I brought the running shoes. I was like, what am I doing wrong? And they were like, 
Well, you might want to consider paying a little bit more and getting getting different shoes because these shoes are, are, you know, this is dangerous to run on these shoes. They will actually, you might get injured, you might destroy your knees, you get all sorts of uh, uh, problems with these. And then, uh, of course, I had to shell out, I had to shell out like the double the price, but it made all the difference in the world. Yes. And, uh, so I can always recommend that. By the way, while you were telling the story, I uh, I did a Google search. You might have done this as well for the um, the Nike. Uh, what was the brand again? The, the Monarch. The Monarch and squeaking. Turns out that this is a huge problem. Like everyone who bought those shoes is complaining about the squeaking. It's driving me nuts. I want my money back. So this is a big problem with the, the Nike Monarch, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh. glad they don't sell it over here. But uh, yeah, everybody is like, I can't stand the squeaking. <laughs> and then I, and, and Nike said it was, you know, they fixed the problem and I bought a second pair and it was still squeaking. <laughs> and then uh, apparently the official... Uh, um, advice that Nike gives is you have to put some talc under the insole and that will that will get rid of the, the tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I tell you what, I solved the problem of my squeaking. I'll never buy a pair of Nike shoes again in my entire life. There you go. <laughs> that, that's how I solved the problem. Now, my green vomit Kermit shoes are actually Nike. Are they? Oh, no, wait a minute. No, they are not. They're not my, my 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 outdoor running shoes are Nike, but these are what some other I forgot I forgot I forgot. Well, my the brand. new my new shoes are New Balance is, is who makes them, and uh, I don't oh. know exactly what model, but that's, man, that's a good brand. Yeah, I tell you, it feels different. And and the other thing, uh, I went and they're like, oh, you don't want those cotton socks, and I'm I'm sure they were just trying to sell me some socks, but um, mm. uh, they they said try the, try these on uh so that we can try this out, and they gave me these in synthetic socks and uh. Wow, even the synthetic socks, and especially the socks that I got, um, the way that they fit on my foot and the way they they grab the center of my foot and and stuff like that. But these synthetic socks are supposed to like you know wick moisture away from your foot yes. and all this other stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it, I'm like, I'll tell you what, how I I, I want a couple pairs of, of these socks, and he's like, uh, and, and so I bought four of them, and they're like eleven dollars a pair. But I'm yeah, like. That's that's normal yeah but it's like i want i want these socks these feel amazing yes so yeah is actually a bad choice for uh for for running and walking because the cotton absorbs the moisture but it retains it and so what, what the the fabric will become heavier and it will start to actually cause friction and so with cotton socks you get uh blisters very quickly and i discovered this the hard way because i was I was like, I don't want to pay 10 bucks for a pair of socks. Come on. You know, I can get like five pairs of socks for that price. And then so I started running with cotton socks and I had the biggest blood blisters. Uh, I won't go into detail, but my goodness, if I, if, if I, if I, if I didn't know better, I, I, I thought I was getting like stigmas, <laughs> stigmatized. <laughs> it's like the, my, the, the whole under the sole of my foot was just one bloody mess. And it was all because of the, the cotton material. And then I got a pair of these synthetic running socks for free when I was running my first half marathon. And I've been buying those ever since because it's, it's a huge difference. Well, let me ask you, Father Ryder, how's your workouts been since last week? Well, I, when you mentioned your commitment, I, I felt a shiver. I was like, oh, now I got to commit to something as well. And I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm going to make it. 
<laughs> and um, I've, I've not been to the gym at all. I've not done any running. What I did do, though, that's why I don't feel that bad, is um, I've been working an extra day um, uh, for, um, for the filming. Oh, so yes. Um, and I had I did a lot of biking this weekend because I, I had three masses and they were pretty far away. So I got my miles in, in a way, for the the, the distances. And then these two, um, <laughs> this, you're not going to believe this, the, the director, the, I had two directors, one on Monday and one on Wednesday, different directors, and they're both female. And the, both of them are vegan, which means that I kind of ate what they ate. And that has been extremely, it's extremely good for my calorie count. Nice. So I lost, I'm not getting you, I lost two pounds just because of the vegan, the vegan stuff that we've been eating. <laughs> that is awesome. That is now, awesome. It, it, it did require, I, I did have a, a tremendous craving for, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken in the evening. Because <laughs> I was like, how can, how can people live their lives on this stuff? But I I didn't I didn't uh, fortunately we ha we do have a Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant and but it's on the other side of the city and I, it was raining and I was too lazy but thank God I didn't go there because I was like oh, I can it's a little bit what we talked about at the beginning of the show um, I, I was you you don't you want to avoid being hungry at the end of the day because that is cr creating a temptation to go and and splurge yeah. and overeating. So uh, fortunately, that didn't happen. But uh, so so thanks to those vegan vegan uh, directors, I actually did pretty well this week. But uh, I I'm, I'm dying to go back to the gym. It's just that I've been working too much yeah. and I didn't sleep enough. And so, gosh, I'm I'm trying to get back into the rhythm, but uh, I'm not there yet. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm gonna since since we're here, I am going to go ahead and make the commitment that uh, between now and next week, I will. I will log in another three workouts. So, yeah, and I'm good. This time I'm going to make a commitment that I'm going to keep. Uh, and I'm just going to make the commitment to work out five times at the gym, not just, you know, while doing my work, but I will be in, at the gym five times this week and I will post tweets and, if possible, pictures to prove it. Nice. So, you can, if, if I don't, please send me. Sent me nasty tweets. <laughs> there you go. You've been invited. <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. My, address, my Twitter address to send the nasty tweets is at GSPN. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> at Father Roderick. Too funny. Hey, I'll tell you what. I want to play uh, some voicemail feedback since we have a little bit of time, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to turn first to Lee Andrew. And this comes from a long time ago back in the archives as well. So, Lee, take it away. Hello Cliff, hello Father Roderick, Leandro here. Um, basically I just wanted to give both of you a very big thank you actually for getting me back on track, wanting to get out there again. You know, I met Cliff probably three years ago online and he knows that I've started uh, quite a few times trying to lose weight and uh, I actually started the journey together with him when uh, he lost a lot of weight and did his walking on a regular basis. I tried to kind of keep up, but uh, there were always some small things where I just fell behind and kept thinking, oh, now that I fell behind that often, you know, I'm, I'm never going to catch up kind of thing, which was ridiculous because I didn't even weigh the same as Cliff did, not even half, but I still had that in my mind. 
wanting to have the same success as Cliff did. Every little bit, every little small thing actually may, uh, stopped me from going out. Like, you know, when the weather was bad, it was cold, it was raining. I always kept saying to myself, oh, well, I didn't really want to go out anyway. And then I kept thinking, no, I should. I just put the shoes on. It's easy. Just go out there and, and do stuff. You know, there's an umbrella. But no, I just kept thinking, oh, the weather's bad. I don't really want to go. And so I st- uh, stayed inside. And it wasn't until I, Father Roderick was um, explaining about getting out there, doing the, f- you know, the little steps again, picking yourself up, that kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, he's right. And the first thing I wanted to do and also make sure that I am motivated to do this is get a pedometer and uh, get started to actually see the the success. Just count the calories, put it into a calorie counting app on my iPod Touch and be happy with it. I was like, no, I I need to see some other success and I need to measure this as well because I always walk around for an hour, but not always at the same pace. So I don't know if I'm going the distance that I should. Now, this is basically one of my uh, questions. How do I stay motivated even when you know the bad weather comes up again? Every now and then I do have that kind of, I'll go tomorrow kind of thing, you know? And uh, I don't ever want that to be an excuse anymore. Not wanting to go out and thinking, oh, I can go tomorrow. Because, you know, I, I know myself every time I do that, I'll put it off for, you know, the day after that. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. If there's anything out there that you know from experience that has kept you motivated, has kept you going, um, any kind of tips uh, would be uh, greatly appreciated as well. So uh, until then, everyone, thank you very much and uh, take care. All right, Lee, thank you so much for the feedback and uh, uh, congratulations for getting motivated once again. Um, And of course, being that that feedback was from several weeks ago, I'm hoping that you're still motivated. But Father Roderick, I I will tell you that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, I've I've been motivated and had amazing strides of success with my commitment, determination and dedication to achieving the goals and I've certainly had times where I just eh, kind of get out of my routine and I, uh, you know, I, I, I never, I find that I never really go back nearly as, as far back as what, like being as worse off as when I first started. It's, it's always, yeah. it's always, I'll, I'll make giant strides forward and there'll be a couple steps back. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me as well. I do have my moments of weaknesses, weakness, but it's always less than it used to be. And, um, I don't, unfortunately I don't have a magic trick to keep motivated. Um, and I, I have the exactly the same phenomenon where, you know, there will be days when I'm tired and I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll do that in the afternoon. I'll do that tomorrow. And then, you know, that turns in, I'll do that next week. But the thing is the, the, what I always keep in mind is that I can always start uh, uh, to build it up again. There's never a, pl- a place in my life where it's all going to be for nothing and I'm going to be back where I started. I can always begin. I can begin today. I can begin right now and and build it up. And before you know it, I'll be back in shape. Um, and that is... So the, the my big motivator is that I'm not easily discouraged anymore. I don't have that negative self-talk that, oh, you see, you know, I told you so. You're never going to make it. You're never going to get back into shape. I know for a fact that, that, that I, that, that it's pretty easy to get back in shape. And so I keep telling myself that it's like, you know, no matter if you have a bad week or it's a week where there's too much work or I'm too tired, you know, it's, it's not, it's not requiring much to get back on track. It's just a few steps, just go out for a walk of a couple of miles and that by itself will already 
get the get the thing going again. And so uh, if you if you keep thinking about getting back into shape as this giant colossal project that you know requires so much time and so much effort, um, it becomes this huge wall that you cannot climb over again. But if you're like, well, hey, I'll just start walking. And then bit by bit, perhaps over time, I'll start running again. Um, it, it, it just takes away the dread of uh, this, you know, I should, I should work. I should work out. I should, you know, like just, just think about this as something that is very, very simple to, to begin. And it just requires a few things, a little bit of movement every day. Uh, just, you know, taking care at counting your calories or if, if you, even if you think that counting calories is a big deal, just make sure that you don't snack between your meals and don't go for second servings. And that by itself will automatically, you know, get you back on track. Absolutely. And, and I just want to point out that uh, for me, everything that you said, I, I, I subscribe to all of that. Absolutely. And and this podcast, you know, you and I, it's not necessarily the technology of this podcast, but Father Roderick, it's you and I having these conversations with each other that mm-hmm. that keep me motivated as well. Oh, yeah. You know, even when um, I might come to the, the podcast one week and, and you're doing extremely well and I'm completely caught up in my busyness of life and I've completely... You know, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'm just not there right now. And <laughs> and I remember you. I used to have the negative self-talk about that. You know, and I wouldn't say it so much publicly all the time, but I would say it to myself. It's like, oh, I'm such a failure, blah, blah, blah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it, I, I there have been times when I've come to Balanced Living Weekly now where I'm like, you know what? I'm not working out, but I'm OK with that because here's where I. this is what's keeping me from that right now. And yeah. and I'm OK with that. And 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 that with that right there is huge for me. But but you know what the the fact is is there were a couple weeks where I'm still not working out I'm still not working out and I'm still hearing Father talk, Roderick talk about his running and 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 I know I want to get back to that I know I will get back to that but right now I'm still working in these other areas I'm totally fine with that and then all of a sudden it's like boom I'm back okay yeah. let's move forward and and it and it's not a big deal and and so it's it's this continual uh, I I think you know being surrounded by people who are encouragers who you know father Roger, you, you've never once said well gosh cliff i'm back at this i can't believe you can't how how can i come alongside you and encourage you to really get your priorities in line you know <laughs> that that's not what i need i need somebody who's you know you, you're a friend when when i'm when i'm doing extremely well and and you're not you're a friend when you're doing extremely well and i'm not you're a friend when we're both not doing so well and you're a friend when we're both doing great and and I think that what helps me is to be surrounded with friendships of people who are encouragers and who also share similar goals. Yes, I I totally agree. And and just talking about this every week, coming back to it, no matter what the situation is, uh, no matter what the progress is, it keeps us it it keeps it in the forefront. Uh, you know, it keeps it in on my agenda, and so. It, and that really helps me every day to to think about it and to and even if I don't do anything, I still think about it and I'm still like, oh, well, perhaps next perhaps perhaps tomorrow I'll I'll pick it up again. And so it it keeps it, you know, like something I I, I, I want to strive uh, towards. And, and uh, well, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just it helps me out to, to have this as a weekly appointment. Talk about it. 
Absolutely. Well, my friends, we want to thank you for listening to us talk about this weekly. We thank Willie Gillis for coming on to the show today. What an inspiring story and a special thank you to his wife for being such an encouragement and motivator to him. I congratulate you both on your amazing journey and what you're doing to to encourage and inspire other people out there as well. If you guys, again, if you want to follow Willie Gillis, it's uh, twitter.com slash W Gillis, G-I-L-L-I-S. I really encourage you to do that. And uh, Father Roderick, anything you want to promote? What, what, what's going on throughout the week with your other uh, online endeavors? Oh, I'm just having a blast. I'm, I'm uh, redoing a lot of graphics and organizing the website and doing all the kind of nerdy stuff that can make you lose time in, in heaps. <laughs> I've been uh, Twittering a lot. I've actually I've learned a lot from your you know, recent tips on, on how to engage more with your audience. And wow, it's, it's been amazing to just, just interact more with my Twitter followers. And so uh, if people want to check that out, just follow me on Father Roderick. And, uh, uh, and then I'll, I've created a few more Twitter feeds for uh, our podcast. So I've got Hobbit podcast and Pan Am podcast and uh, Middle Earth podcast. And all those are, are Twitter uh, feeds now. And, and it's just, I'm having a blast. I'm rediscovering social media, actually, or social networking. That is awesome. I'm so excited. Um, I have two two or three things I want to share real quickly. Um, I recently recorded an episode of Podcast Answer Man that I think is probably the most profound episode I think I'll ever record of that podcast. And even if you're not into podcasting, I would encourage you to listen to it if you are are really into this whole digging the balanced part of things. Because for me, uh, I answer a very important question. The title of the episode is, Why Do I Do what I do. And it's at podcastanswerman.com slash why. That's it. Podcastanswerman.com slash W-H-Y. And if you happen to be interested in learning how to create a podcast or anything like that, I have a class coming up that starts uh, November 1st. And you'll see it on the right-hand side of my website. It says podcasting A to Z online training course. Check that out. And then the last thing I want to share is... If you guys are listening to this podcast and you live in California, don't. it doesn't matter where. I'm going to be in LA on, uh, I think it's going to be November 2nd or 3rd. Let me look. From November 3rd through November 6th. Actually, I'm going to be in November 3rd through November 5th. I'll be in LA. And then I'm actually going to drive up to Petaluma, California. I think I'm going to spend a day over at Leo Laporte's Twitch studio. This is oh, my... Really? Wow. I know. It, I, I'm, I'm working on all the details right now, but this is my first time to the West Coast ever. And if you, list, if you listen to my shows or any of the shows or just this show and you want to hang out, follow me on Twitter. Be looking out for some details on this. Get on, I'll tell you what, just get on my mailing list. Um, the mailing list uh, over at podcastanswerman.com slash list, L-I-S-T. Because I will be emailing out my itinerary of where I'm going. I'm going to throw a meetup and all kinds of other fun stuff. It's going to be a blast. And if you're in if you're in the California area, I would love to meet with you. And uh, that's I know I just shared a lot, but that's that's what I've got going on. It's all good stuff. <laughs> Can't wait to follow you and during that journey to the West Coast. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I can ma- I can imagine. I'm making my pilgrimage to the Twit Cottage or the Twit Brick House. <laughs> The Geek Pilgrimage. Oh, my. Fantastic. Uh, 
Well, Father Roderick, thank you for this. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we encourage you to stay balanced.